Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. What's Ashley happening, Schuler. everyone? And welcome to a special episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. I'm excited because we are in the midst of the impact season. So if you've been tuning in to the episodes and you're thinking to yourself, okay, Ashley, we were talking about systems. We were interviewing people, talking about business. But now you've ta- you're talking about something called like purpose and impact. Am I, am I on the right podcast? You sure are. You know why? Because the posture that we're in, this particular pandemic, post-pandemic, new way of living, whatever you'd like to call it, the recurring theme and the conversations that I have been a part of have all have been about what's my purpose? What's my impact? How do I make an imprint? How do I make my mark in this world? And there's various lenses that you can view this from. You can view this from a perspective of, you know, how can I have have purpose within my career? How can I have purpose with my life, within my community? And so while you all are, are very much used to hearing things on systems and processes, I thought to myself, self, wouldn't it be great to interview people who truly are unpacking and creating their own system for impact and purpose? And so it's super unique the way that each of these individuals for this particular impact season has done it. And I wanted to bring on these individuals individuals because I know I have different entrepreneurs and people listening to it from different walks of life. So I wanted to make sure I kind of covered everybody. And even for the individuals who, you know, they may have a business and they have a career, they can be able to see how career professionals are able to create impact within their day-to-day job. And so this is just a fantastic season, great conversations that are being had. And this is really also reflective too. This should serve as a way for you to walk away and say, hmm, you know, what is it that in terms of my own impact that I'm having with my customers, with my content, with my business, with my team? So so what does that look like for me to have purpose and impact in those? So I, I really wanted this to kickstart some of those conversations. And so today we're going to talk about having impact with your content. And I love this because I have such a roller coaster journey with content. I really do. And not too long ago, it was just a couple of years ago where, man, I was, I was paralyzed. I was paralyzed in the sense of there, there was this university that I was enrolled in. It was called Overthinking University, where I really, I didn't really quite put together like how I could create content. Like I knew I could because I was going to, I had a mastermind group that I was attending that was all on branding and content creation. And I was just learning and absorbing. And how many of us can kind of overstay our welcome by digesting too much information. And that was me for sure. So therefore I had a lot of information, but I didn't know where I needed to go with it. So I oftentimes, I just was like, I don't know what to post. And so when I look back, even in my analytics um, on Airtable, I have a content repository, something I've set up with Zapiers. When I was starting to get really serious on Instagram, I would go and, you know, I post and, and I would look 
look at my information and I started just trying to put together some data about like how often I was hosting per month. And I just remember last February, this part, or no, this is this February, this was like February, 2021. I think I had maybe posted, I don't know, maybe like 60 to 70 pieces of content for me. That was huge for a month. So, but I went and looked at la- at February, 2020. And I think I posted, it was like 10, right? It was something crazy like that. And that just spoke to my, my, I wasn't as, what do you call, what's that word? Even keel, that's not the right word. But I was not sure of myself. Bingo, I was not sure of myself. Therefore, I didn't know what to post. I, did, I didn't know what to post. I remember sitting in a mastermind class and I remember the particular uh, mentors and coaches saying to me when I would say, man, I have these ideas, but I, I kind of don't know what to post. They were like, burr, burr. they're like, stop the madness. Stop the madness. Like, you know, you already know because you come in these spaces or I've talked to you one-on-one and you know all this information, like, you know what to say, you know what to do, you can give the steps, X, Y, and Z, you know it. So, you know, with that said, you know, I basically had to gather myself together, as we say, and really start unpeeling this thought, right? This, this thought I would say to myself, which was, I don't know how to create content. Like I would say that. So one thing I know about myself, one thing you should know about Ashley Schuler is that ever since when I was young, I can't function in disorganization or chaos. Shout out to also to the DISC assessment. Uh, 88 88S and 81I67 is my uh, is my C. And so, you know, order. Order is important. Order is important, right? And so ever since I was young, I was all about what the order of things, like all about order of operations. So I had to think to myself, Ashley, you can create content. What's your system? Bingo. What is the system for me creating content? So I had to first start off with what I knew to be true or what I already knew from what I've learned, which was get your why together. Why are you creating content? Also, who who are you creating it for? What pain points are you addressing? Also, what are the psychodemographics of your audience? And this is digging in a bit deeper into not just surface level things of like, where do they go and to read the news or, you know, social media platforms. You know, that's, I think that works for a certain 101 level, but getting into pain points and psychodemographics gets into fears, gets into motivators, gets into how you can sell to that person, can also get into how you can create content that's going to address their questions and concerns. So I had to, I had to get deep. And so the psychodemographics and creating the avatar, creating my why behind the type of content. And let me just back up and say this, you must have vision for the type of content that you are going to create. You have to have vision. What do you want people to say about your content? When someone comes across pieces of your content, what what are people are supposed to know about it? Like what are, what's the reaction that they should have? Are you having the call to action, right? And I think that, I think that that goes to this being a really important point for the vision, right? The vision of your content. So write that down. Number one, I need to have a vision for my content, you know, and I need to have a vision for what I'm creating, the bodies of work, you know, and that gets into the strategy, the platforms. We talked uh, just about the client avatar. And so all of that is, is really, really important, having a vision for your content. And so to me, you know, I've drafted and, and they're still not totally complete. I guess it would be a working document and draft, but of a, a working content strategy. And I started that last year, like last December, 2020. I just wanted to be very clear on my intent for creating content. Like I wanted to really understand like where are the platforms, like what I was posting, why I was posting, 
posting it. I just wanted to get very clear on it. And so I had a, a Google Doc as well that I drafted a lot of that information out there. And so I would encourage you all as a pro tip to get it out on paper. I am, you know, someone who's all a part of the, the, the digital revolution or, you know, the, you know, all things digital. But I do respect the pen and the paper. Definitely do. So I have that for my Bible study. So I'm, I'm all about it. But I would use a flow charting tool called Whimsical or Lucidchart. I like to use the flow charting tools. They're super dope. It just gets you out of the mind of maybe writing or typing. But I love it because you can really look at like creating the structure and looking at it visually on how you can create content. Okay. And I'm just telling y'all just tips that's worked for me, but just for others that are looking for a way to create their own system around their content. And everybody's going to be different, right? Everybody's going to be, you know, super, super different. So, you know, I, I think that's, you know, this is important for, you know, all of us to, to know. So back to the story, December 2020, you know, I am writing down my goals of content creation. So I am, you know, wanting to engage my audience with educational content on all things like managing your project, managing your work, uh, empowering my audience to take action with my content. Like it's a huge thing in my business, which is empowering my clients to be successful even when I am not there. So, you know, I will be able to, you know, set up systems specifically if I'm thinking about my VIP days, giving you a library of tools and information, you know, having, you know, the 30 days of coaching that I do, but also just creating a, a sense of empowerment where they can feel like, okay, you know, Ashley gave us, you know, the, our marching orders. She was able to provide us with the steps and we can do it. So that was also a, a key component, right? Generating leads from content too. So, you know, going deeper into that, you know, again, knowing who you're creating your content for, you know, even having like, even having a content mission statement, right? Like I just talked about number one, having the vision. Number two, having the content mission, you know, and really looking at that. And then in between one and two is this avatar piece, okay? And really diving into the psychographics of that as well. So in terms of more, more things I've realized about creating impactful content is the messaging. That's something I'm still working on currently. Messaging is super important. What is it that you're saying? I went to this particular content workshop. It was Airtable and Content Workshop. Shout out to um, Ashley Hogarby um, and that workshop, which was phenomenal. And what I loved about that is that really helped me to understand like content pillars, like what were the messaging points that you should be known for, that you yourself should be known for. So I know that I picked like four, four messaging pillars that I use. So again, as as I'm thinking about my system, again, I'm adding on pieces over time. And so even just a a realization is that I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, I'm, you know, doing too much people or scoreboard watching, right? In the past, man, these, these folks have got it, they got it going on because they have their content strategy and they're just having all this, you know, all these posts and, you know, they got their messaging, but realizing that there's, when there's an evolution and a shift within yourself or within your business, you know, content shifts. So you have to adjust accordingly and you have to really make room for that type of change. So I also want you to write that down too as well. Number three is that be aware of changes within your environment, changes within your life, changes within your business where you're going to shift. And that could be also based on goals too and what you're trying to achieve. So be aware of that. Don't run away from it, but be aware of that because, you know, you're going to have a 
shift and you're going to need to make those adjustments accordingly. So what I really liked about that workshop is I got to really sit and think, all right, Ashley, what are all of your, what are all the things that you talk about? All the things, just list them all out. And there was a lot, there was a lot. And, and, and realizing too that, you know, having too many of those topics can be confusing. You know, folks won't know what to, you know, what, what you're known for and they're, they're going to get, you know, they're going to get really confused. So I didn't want that, but I wanted to really hone in on what made sense for myself and my brand. So I did go back and do some qualitative and quantitative research, looked at my LinkedIn posts. And, and that was, that's also something I wanted to add to is that in 2021, I, I really, really honed in on like my second platform, like LinkedIn, knowing that I have so much in terms of the educational content and then also a very how-to tip kind of content as well. You know, it definitely, it definitely was a different platform that I had to get used to and different expectations and outcomes. So there's that. So looking at my content pillars and looking at my platforms, that's when I really had to hone in on, okay, Ashley, what are all the things that you talk about? So I began to list those things out. And that was great because therefore I knew the scope of what I needed to talk about. So even though my mind, you know, works in systems, processes, okay, and it's not relegated to, or yeah, that's that's not the right word, but it's not, I'm not, I'm not putting systems and processes in a bucket and isolating it to like one specific thing. At the same time though, I have the ability to make sure that I'm talking about those top pillars in the scope of what my business is and what people know me for. So, you know, you know, even though I know about client experience, I know about Dubsado, you know, I'm not going to be talking about that on my content, right? I may talk about things such as like, such as standard operating procedures, you know, and that's a key part of business and operations, project management. So I will give advice to people who are having their, they want to level up their client experience. I'm definitely going to say, hey, you're going to need to document that, document your client experience, you know, and then talk to them about what that means. So, you know, with that said, you know, I had to go look, you know, what, what specific even topics within project management are you going to be focusing on? What apps are you going to also be incorporating within your particular pillar? Uh, you know, so there's, there's, there's a few. So I was able to discover what those were. And that was really, really important. And I really like that because it gave me precise, precise action steps to also create my content in a very systematic way. And so it's really interesting too, that, you know, although the aesthetics of my posts, you know, I, I'm not, I can't say that I'm like an artiste in any way, shape or form. I know that again, I need to have templates. I need to create things that look professional. You know, like I said, not, not a, a knockout Canva expert um, as some of, of my other colleagues and other great entrepreneurs are out there. But, you know, again, a part of the system, right? So that's number four. So number four is, you know, in terms of systematizing and looking at the impact of your content, you know, look at your colors, look at the templates, look at how things are being created, you know, pay attention to the formats of how you're putting out your content. That too can play a major role in how you are producing your content. Absolutely. So I want to also talk about analytics for a minute. And even though analytics are not the end-all be-all, I think it's really important that we are looking at our LinkedIn in, our LinkedIn views and insights, our TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whomever and wherever that you are looking at your, your channel platform analytics. Be sure to really view them. Like I have a particular process where at the end of the week, I do a recap of my whole my whole week. You know, what went well, what didn't go well, what feels messy, broken or slow, you know, 
know, what are, what's something that you need to fix? And in, included in all that is, is content, is the content and looking at content reflections. What performed well? What did it? What ideas do you have for next week? So I do this mainly to push myself to really study the type of content that people like. And so some of that comes from the analytics. Some of that really comes from comments and what people say, direct messages that people have sent me on my content. So I'm able to look at things from a holistic perspective on what's working and what's not working. So therefore, I really know what content pieces resonate and have impact. So I'll recap the four and we'll take a a pause for right now. We'll probably revisit this topic later. But number one, in terms of creating impactful content, number one, this is what you want to do. Have a vision for your content. Number two, have a mission for your your content. Number three, number three, get the messaging together, have your content pillars. And number four, look at the analytics, look at the analytics. That's all I have for now, but I'll be back. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Conversations with Ask Ash. I look forward to seeing you soon. Be sure to leave a review and tell me how this episode resonated with you. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Ask Ash. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.